What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. Man, oh man, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We got a brand new episode for everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing great, man. I was having a good day. People tried to test me out here, man. Ordered some food for delivery. Messed up my order. They wasn't trying to compensate me. They are trying to tell me I had the right order. I had to pull up on them and show them, like, yo, gave me the wrong stuff, man. Switch this up, man. <laughs> How do you let them do that to you, Rich? I mean, I didn't. That's why I rolled up on them, man. If, if I if I would have just took it over the phone, they wasn't going to resend me nothing. They was going to talk about, I got to talk to my manager. It's like, nah, y'all playing games over there. Had to remake my order, man. Messing around. Good, good. Don't, don't, don't settle. Never. How you guys doing over there? Doing good, you know. Bearing down for this uh, hot stretch here. Hot as hell, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you get a couple of weeks of that a year up here. Yeah, Matt, doing good. Can't complain. Yeah, that's the way to go. You gotta enjoy these last days of summer before uh, we get into uh, fall. Looking forward to fall. I, I love fall, man. Yeah, yeah, it's a good season for sure. Love when the uh, trees start changing colors. You get that little orange, orange red. <laughs> Then it's like not hot, not cold. It's like just right. It's like yeah. three little bit, like three little bears. Yeah, you get like three or four days of that, and then it just gets cold. Yeah, but I like the cold though. I'd rather be cold than hot. So yeah, I hear you. So I run hot. So yeah. So when it's cold out, I go outside in some shorts and a and t shirt. Like doesn't bother me, but some people they can't handle the cold. <laughs> I don't mind the cold. I don't like the, the when it's cold and windy and when it's snowing and icing and all that nonsense. Actually, I don't even mind the snow that much. I just don't like getting it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh that's so beautiful all right who gonna clean this up it was, it was great in college and we didn't have to do anything just had to trudge through it once in a while to get to class oh yeah or you didn't have to go to class because there's no um that was exactly. another good one exactly. so those are most of the weather stuff like i like when it rains i like when it snows but i just don't like cleaning it up or getting caught in it yeah i'm with you yeah so i don't think there's much in the nfl i don't know if there's just, any. just waiting for that deshaun watson ruling to come down I still do think it's like we talked about this already, but I still think it's going to end up in that six to eight game range. Yeah, because I, I think they're going to give him time served from last year, and it, it doesn't seem like it's going to be uh like not a lot of stuff is coming out where it's it's gonna, whatever you know he gets as far as a penalty or punishment, it won't look bad. So yeah, no, I I hear you. That's why I just I just I I don't think you know I think it probably should be a year, but it it's it doesn't look like it's going to go that way. From everything yeah. that's coming out. Yeah, because it's not like a, a video leaked out or we got texts. Right, or, right. And, and so. all, all the criminal cases have been dropped. Uh, all, you know, whatever, 30 of 34 have been settled. The team, you know, Houston settled a bunch. Of, so I'm just, it's just all, it's all screaming like six to eight games. Because they, they don't, I mean, the NFL would love to lay down the hammer, but they can't do it without justifiable cause. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, so it just sets a bad precedent, and the NFLPA will never, they'll never go for it. Yeah, because it puts them in a bad position, too, because then they're playing like, ju- they're playing judge and, yeah, you know. Yeah, judge, jury, and execution. Yeah, when, you know, that's not their it's not their job, so to say, but. No, and Goodell said it multiple times, <laughs> that they're not, they're not the law, mm-hmm. right? So they can get them on the, you know, the player. Uh, I feel we, we looked it up before the just like the player. Um, Conduct, uh, code, code yeah. of conduct. Player code of conduct. Yes. But that's about it. Yeah. So, I mean, people people can't be too mad at the NFL. I mean, 
it's not is as I said, they can't they can't expect them to be canceling people, um, so to say, mm-hmm. if there's no 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 uh, guilty plea or anything like that. But yeah, yeah people people gonna have to live with it. Uh, I feel like it'll uh, sad to say, but I feel like it'll fade away after a year or two. People forget about you know the whole Deshaun Watson situation, kind of like Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, just a uh, yeah. a blip in the uh, on the radar. So I mean, we're, we're still gonna have to see wait to see what happens. So. Yeah, for sure. But I think we're headed down that route. That route. Yeah, any day now. Hopefully, we mm-hmm. get that uh, that info. And then on to the NBA. Your boy LeBron's out there in the Drew League, put up forty-two <laughs> and sixteen, letting people know he still got it. But uh, I mean, you know, it's the Drew League, so surprised he went out there. I mean, I'm yeah, surprised. Yeah, I, I was too. I'm surprised. How you go to the Drew League and you won't damn do, do the damn dunk contest? Come on, man. Come <laughs> on, LeBron. You kidding me? But you know, that's a different story. But you know. Yeah. And, and Kyrie didn't show up. I guess he bailed like 20 minutes before, called someone, so he wasn't coming. Isn't that isn't that his league? Nah, it, the league was like established way before. Um, oh. but he's played in it. He's played in it a bunch of times. <clears throat> so I have a bunch of different other players, like uh, you know, DeRozan plays in it a lot. A I bunch of people. A, I did see a funny meme. It was like because uh, Talon Horton Tucker played, and they're like they showed his like averages was, was like eight points, six rebounds, four assists. It was like goes to the Drew League and still is a role player. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, that's the Drew League's kinda like uh I wanna say like the the West Coast Rucker. But, you know, it's a basketball league, you know, they do out on the West Coast, uh, you know, originally founded to uh, you know, kinda keep kids off the street. Um, you know, they play uh pretty much like Saturday, Sunday games during the summer. A lot of our NBA players have showed up, other famous basketball players. I mean, you know, people go gone there, did their thing, man. You know, I'm just surprised that uh, LeBron went with did or play. Uh, that's not one of the places I thought he would play. Um, mm-hmm. Just because during the summer, you don't see him really do a bunch of stuff outside of the NBA as far as other basketball leagues or anything like that. He doesn't even participate in the dunk contest or three-point contest. So, but, you know, I guess he wanted to remind people, you know, who he was. Yeah, I mean, good for him for, you know, placating the fans a little bit, but... uh yeah, like you said, I'd I'd like to see him in a dunk contest, or you know, ten, twelve years ago, see him in a dunk contest. But I guess it's good, you know, get get some good PR, get yourself out there a little bit. I mean, what has he got to lose at this point? Yeah, I mean, it was great for the NBA as well, you know, because because he was playing, they broadcasted it on uh, the um, NBA on NBA TV. So I'm sure a lot of people got to see it, exposed, mm-hmm. gave great exposure to the uh, Drew League. I'm I'm interested to see it if the NBA does that for other uh, basketball leagues. I don't know if the record one's still going on, but that was a famous one. I don't they, know. they still do it. Yeah. But yeah, but I don't, I don't think really celebrities go to it as much. Uh, Kevin Durant played. Maybe yeah, but yeah, last that was year, like was year before. No, that was a while back. Was uh, that a while back? Yeah, that was like maybe like four or five years ago. Harden played in it too. Yeah, but I don't think Harden did good when he uh he played Harden played good in the Drew League, but not when he uh, played at the Rucker. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm interested. Like I said, I'm interested to see how if the NBA does this more. Or now, you know, their players go to play in other leagues because they actually have in their contract that they can go play in certain leagues. Um, yeah. But it's going to be interesting to see how uh, what the NBA does to try to expand into these other markets. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, I mean, speaking of Durant, we got the Kevin Durant still demanded a trade, but it don't look like he's going anywhere, man. He will. I, I think that, you know, they're not in a hurry right now. They're probably just just weighing out all their options, figuring out the best best path to go. But I, I still think he gets traded. But again, NBA is NBA's easier. You can you can wait until the last minute and do it. Um, it's not like football where you really need to kind of get in the OTAs and it's more of a, you know, 
different systems and things like that. I think these the guys in the NBA, they don't. It's more of a one-on-one game anyway. So which uh, which team you think he uh, ends up going to? Now that uh, it looks like Phoenix might be out the picture. So yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I doubt he stays in the Eastern Conference. I, I don't. I, if I'm Brooklyn, I'm not doing that unless someone absolutely blows you away with a ridiculous deal. Which I I don't know. You know, I I can still see I can still see Phoenix trying to do something. I mean, that Aiton contract they could always move that if they wanted to uh, in the winter. Well, to handle them. I mean, you know, we talked about OKC. They're signing guys left and right. Mayor um, Washington's trying to get in the picture too. So. He's from Washington. You know, that's he's always, you know, kind of had a soft spot there. That that wouldn't be a bad place, but what do they have to give up? Actually that's not a that's not a bad one. Yeah, I mean between them, Miami. I just don't I don't see him going to Miami. I I, I just don't see it. I don't think I, I mean maybe, maybe, but I just don't know what they have to give up that's any good. That wouldn't wouldn't completely gut their team that they have. Yeah, but I said maybe they're maybe they're willing to uh Got their team and just keep Jimmy. But why? I mean, if you think about it, they don't really got. Tra- trade, really... trade, trade Butler for for Durant. <laughs> <laughs> I'd keep uh-huh. the rest of that team. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. I, if you look at Miami's team, there's not really much on there. Um, oh. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you, you're not really gutting it, so to say, if you trade everybody else for. Well, any, for I'm saying anyone that. Yeah, but if you give up Bam or. I guess it would just be Bam that that I'd be I wouldn't want to give up, but they'd probably have to give him up. Yeah, I, I figured that that'd be only salary wise, uh, and based off the based off him being young with the potential, that would be somebody they would want. I don't think you'd want Larry or no, I'd say pro- probably Bam and Harrow. Harrow, yeah, maybe throwing Duncan to try to uh, see if he salary. has anything left. Yeah, for salary as well. So yeah. uh, that's it'd be interesting to see. I think you do that. I don't. I, I'm not sure. You know, Miami is probably a fringe, you know, championship team already. I, I think that that probably makes you worse, to be honest, because Bam can Bam can do a lot down low, um, guarding bigger guys. I think, like you said, they've they've kind of they kind of struck gold with some of those free agent pickups that they had. I, I guess I guess it could go to Miami. I'm just like thinking the guys that they'd have to send back to Brooklyn would would kind of hurt them more than it would help. Yeah, I mean that's the thing with Brooklyn. I mean, I feel like they're kind of the roster's kind of loaded now. So I mean, if you trade Durant, you're getting a bunch of players back. How how do all these guys play? I mean, imagine you had a Hero. Imagine you got Hero, um, Duncan Robinson, um, Bam, and then you still got on your team. You got um, you got Seth, you got Simmons, you got Kyrie, and then you got uh, uh what's the name? The other guy, the white guy coming back off the injury. Joe Harris. Yeah. Like how, how how do all these pieces fit? Yeah, you, um, prob- you probably do a three team trade. You probably move someone. Oh yeah, Six. definitely. But I was I feel like they uh they're still in a good position. I mean, even if they got rid of Durant, they could probably still make the playoffs. So yeah, I don't wait. no, I don't think they're dead in the water by any means. Yeah, so you got to wait to see how this all plays out though. Mm-hmm. Then your boy uh your boy Westbrook uh, fires his agent. Looks like uh I don't know what's going on, man. I think he's trying to get out of L.A., but he's going to be stuck there, too. Nobody uh, nobody wants him, man, because L.A. is not trying to give up no draft picks to send him somewhere. Yeah, I was, I was reading today. It was like he's just become so intolerable that even his longtime agent doesn't want to work with him anymore. Yeah, I mean, his, even though his agent said good things about him, I mean, his agent said, you know, his best bet is probably to stay there. But, you know, if he goes to another team, that'll be, you know, what was that, four and five years or five and, you know, five and four? Um mm-hmm. I mean that looks bad. I mean, especially this is uh, it's a contract year for him. So if he plays bad like he did this year, then uh, 
honestly, he might run himself out the league. Yeah, I don't. I mean, he'll stay in the league. He'll just have a, a much, much lower salary. I just, he's probably worth it. One, one, you know, mid-level exception, even you know, like a two-year, fifteen million dollar deal if he wants to do it. Other than that, no, no one. I don't think anyone in the NBA is paying this guy big money again. But that's the thing. I feel like he's he's one of those people that has so much pride. He wouldn't take a he wouldn't take a, a you know a league minimum. You never know. Depends how much he wants to play basketball. I mean, you never know. You never know. <laughs> no. So we have to play, we'll see how that plays out. And then uh, your boy, um, the Jazz was trying to swindle us for that Mitch, for the Mitchell, the Mitchell deal, man. Talking about six picks, and then they uh, wanted like four or five players, man. I think the Knicks, <laughs> I think the Knicks hang, hung up on them, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot. I mean, I know he's he's young. He's twenty five. You know, is he? I was talking to someone over the weekend. Is he has he maxed his potential? You think? Do you think he's got more in him? Is he worth four first rounders and players? It just comes it becomes a value thing, right? And and is is it worth it to blow up your entire team for a guy like that? I, I'm not sure it is. You know, I I probably go back to like the Harden deal, where you have you know four, four picks over eight years and and maybe a player. Um, but I. You know, I, I I don't see the Knicks doing more than that, and I, I probably wouldn't do that. Did do more than that either. Yeah, well, that's the thing with them. Uh, they're, they're looking at it as if they get Mitchell, you know, maybe he'll attract some other superstars. Yeah, that's what to I come play too. with them. So, but that's the thing. You know, it's it's a it's not a guarantee. I mean, he could he could they could you know trade for him, and then nobody else comes, and then you're just stuck at a you know a playing team. You know, well, wasn't wasn't that they're playing with Carmelo? Well, no, the plan with Carmelo was, uh, I mean, we had Amari Stoudemire at the time. And then, you know, we were trying to get the big three and we're trying to get another person in the offseason. But what happened is they should have waited until the offseason to get Melo rather than trade for him trade during for the him. season. Yeah. Yep. And, and then what happened is we got uh, injured like the next year when um, when uh, we got to the playoffs. So, I mean, then after that, you know, they got rid of Amari and then it's just like, all right. What are we doing here? Yep. And outside of that, I mean, I know you don't like summer league, man, but the Knicks lost them to the Blazers for the chip, man. It hurt, man. Thought we would finally <laughs> have some something going in the positive direction, man. But you know, lost by like uh, it was like seventy-seven, eighty-five. So lost by like uh, eight points. Our young, I thought our young guys was gonna carry us, man. But somehow, <laughs> the, somehow the Blazers they got hot, couldn't stop them, man. They, they took the chip in summer league, man. We're just gonna have to get them in the uh, in the regular season now. Oh, I don't know about that. I mean, I think we can, but I don't know how that Blazers team is gonna look. I know Dame is coming back, and then I don't know what, what we're doing with these guys on the roster. I mean, yeah. there's rumors of us moving uh, Julius Randle, and then uh, trying to get rid of that off of that Fournay contract. Depends on how these other young guns uh, show up. I mean, the ones that are in the summer league, they're playing great, and then we're gonna see, we just gotta see how Tibbs plays everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had some players on the squad last year that he should have played, didn't play much, a la Cam Reddish. And then some of these other rookies. I want to see more Obi Toppin. I want to see more of these other rookies from Summer League. But, you know, he's kind of he's kind of old school, sticks to his, uh, his uh, old guys. But we have to wait and see how, how things play out. Mm-hmm. And your boy uh, Aiden signed his uh, deal with the uh, Suns. I don't know what's going on with this, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. So... You know, I think that the Suns probably said, hey, look, like, go out and get an offer and, you know, we're going to match it because they knew what they could offer. And 
you know, they, they, again, they're saving money. They don't have the fifth year. I don't think that they're absolutely in love with the guy, but now they can, you know, it's a, I, I would say because, because it's that the restricted free agent tender, he's paid a little less a year. And again, the shorter term. And I feel like if he just signed back in, in Phoenix, they would have, he would have demanded that fifth year and the higher contract, obviously. Right. Cause why would he, why would why would any of these guys sign for less than a max deal right now? I don't think they were going to give him the max anyway. So I think I think he still was he would have had a, a in between deal. I think he got a lesser of the three deals. So basically, right. and, and and this is why I think that they told him to go out because they're like, hey, we're not going to we're not going to sign you to a max deal, but if you get a restricted offer, we'll match that, and that's that's what he did. Because um, there's no I mean there's no way that the Phoenix was letting him go for nothing or whatever it is two first round picks or something, but. And if they do still want to trade him, like you said, you know, come January, come trade deadline, they can still move that contract. Yeah, man. I mean, he's one of those guys I, I, I'm not fond of. I feel like he doesn't play hard enough at times, uh, kind of disappears, mm-hmm. you know, kind of just he kind of somebody that has a lot of potential to be a great, um, you know, one or two on the team. But he falls and uh, just disappears yeah. at times. So, but, you know, maybe maybe, you know, he's still young. Maybe you can change that. I mean. I felt like when Embiid first got in the league, he was kind of like that. And now, you know, he kind of takes over games. Um, so may- maybe that's something that, that they can, uh, you know, it's not something you can learn, obviously, having that, that competitive drive. You know, maybe it's something that he figures out a, a sweet spot for his game. Because he, he can do it. We, we've seen him dominate at times. It's just that whole, like, disappearing thing. Like, he kind of disappeared in that series against uh, uh, da- uh, was it Dallas. Dallas. And towards the end there. Uh, and then in the finals last year, he was non-existent. Oh yeah, and that's the main thing with me. Like when he plays, that should be especially when they play teams with no big, so to say. He should be like he should be killing. Mm-hmm. He just I don't know, man. He just disappears, man. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, we have seen that like you said against Dallas, they had to they actually sat him, um, and they felt like he quit on the team, which was crazy. I mean, for him to go back to a coaching staff and that environment is going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. Yep. And then uh, on to MLB. Got All Star Weekend going on. Got the uh, All Star Game going on now. Before we get to that, I mean, your boy uh, Juan Soto turned down the 445. <laughs> the next thing he comes out and wins a home run derby. I'm here. I'm here. Trade rumors, man. Yeah, I, I heard if they uh, if they can't sign him before the trade deadline this year, they're going to try to move him. Yeah, was, was that his uh, his brother or his uh, like coach that had a Mets the Mets jersey on? I didn't. I didn't see that. I must have missed that. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening to you later. If that's not tampering, I don't know what is, man. <laughs> These guys tamper all the time. It's it's like so obvious. I mean, that's crazy, man. But I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, I th- but I think it was like 12 years too. It was 15. So like it was 15 years for four. Oh yeah. So it's it's 30 million a year. Um, that's a long time. Know, that's a long time. And you know, I think that he's probably looking in. I, you know, I, I, if I were to guess, probably in the, t- you know, what is he? He's 20, 24, 23, 24. Yep. He's probably looking in, you know, 10 years, 400 million, 10 years, 380 million, somewhere around there. That's my guess. And then, you know, that brings you to your early 30s and you probably get one more four or five year deal. And, you know, with opt outs and all that, who knows? But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a lot of guaranteed money to turn down. Oh yeah, definitely is. But man, that's a lot. The I feel like 
also, I mean, it's kind of smart because I feel like at this time, you don't want to lock yourself in a long deal like that because in the event the salary cap goes up, you have a chance to make more, let's say, five years down the line, you know, five or six years down the line with a more, um, you know, lucrative contract. So, yeah, you know, I, but you, you never know, right? Like, what if, you, mm-hmm. what if all of a sudden you lose it? So it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, it's, or you get hurt, right? What if something happens, you get hurt, you blow out your knee, and you're just never the same. And I think that's kind of, kind of why these teams offer them the big deal. They say, hey, look, like we're taking a, a, a bet on you over the next 15 years, but also if, if you get hurt or if you start to suck, then you know we're going to take it take it on the chin. But you, you pay for those upfront years, right? Always. Oh, yeah. But as I said, that's why as a player, you also want to bet on yourself. But, I mean, mm-hmm. you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're like, uh, you know, Dennis Strader where, you know, yeah. <laughs> you turn down, well, what was it, 90 million or something four, like Four and 64 he turned down. Yeah, something crazy, and then uh, you you got you one, one year six million. I mean, yeah, that's man, that's bad, man. You got to fire your agent or something. <laughs> I think it was him. I mean, it's probably not his agent. That's crazy, man. How how did you not take that deal though? I I, I don't know because he he thought he was better than that. He thought he was he'd get more money. This is this is I mean, it's not a problem, but like because these guys are again they're playing a game like. Either way you slice it, like Juan Soto is going to make his money, but it's just—it's just—I think it's hard to turn turn that money down. Yeah, that's the thing. The, I think it was the years for me that got me. I would have turned down the years. Like if maybe we could do some, uh, maybe do a ten-year, a ten-year for four forty-five or something like that. But fifteen—that's a long time, man. That's pretty much your whole career. I don't know if he wants to be in Washington uh, that long. Yeah, I mean, so so do uh, I'm going to say. Um, you know, do like a no trade clause where, or like a one of those trade clauses where you have to approve it, and then you know something happens, or or put throw a couple opt outs in there, throw an opt out in after five years and after ten years, something like that. You know, I, th- I think there's ways around it. But I never really seen that in baseball where they have a uh, like the player options stuff like that. They have opt outs. Oh yeah, they have opt outs all the time. JD Martinez had like three of them in his contract with the Red Sox oh. every year. Every year it was like, is he going to opt out this year or not? And they were like, please opt out. And he's like, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Give me that check. Uh, I mean, A Rod had it in his contract with the Yankees. Remember, he opted out in in the um, what was it, the '07 World Series? He opted out and then signed a bigger contract with the Yankees. But yeah, but I feel like I feel like it's like rare. It's not like no these all these big contracts. If you look at them, they have opt outs all over the place for the player. Stanton Stan, Stan has an opt out in his. There, yeah, they're they're all over the place. I gotta start paying more attention, man. I feel like none of these players are. Exercising their rights, man. No, because because the problem is when you get to later in these contracts, they're they're being way overpaid, so they're like, screw you, I'm not opting out. Yeah, I mean, we see, definitely see that in NBA as well. So yeah, exactly. I mean, we've seen that with John Wall. We've seen that with our Westbrook. I mean, exactly. You pay you pay for the early years, and then you you you're you know you're stuck in the late years, and, and just hope that that contract ends soon. Oh yeah, All Star Game going on now. I mean, it's not really safe because, like, you know, playing now, but. Yeah, Otani got picked off first in the first inning. Singled on the first pitch and then got picked off. Yeah, so, I mean, still early in the game. Oh, just got Goldschmidt just hit a home run. Do oh. nothing. <laughs> Smoke too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the move that they're doing. If You see if they're, if they're tied after nine innings, they're going to a home run derby. 
and they got pre-selected players. Oh yeah, I like that. I like that move. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the way. That's the way for them to double up on the uh, on the home run derby. More, yeah, and, more, and, and no one wants to see this go into extra innings, so like, just end it there. It's kind of like the uh, the penalty kicks in soccer. Yeah, but I also feel like uh, I feel like fans will want it to t- be a tie, so you can <laughs> see another home run derby. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. At that point, I'm already asleep, so I don't care. Yeah, but you know the, the hardcore fans, they'll be up. Yeah. So we got the uh, British Open. Your boy Smith won. Came out of nowhere. <sighs> yeah, you know, you know it was it was a good it was a good weekend. I thought Rory played well. I mean, she was 69, and and you know I I did going with a four shot lead. I, I'd imagine you expect to win, but um, Cam Smith played well. I mean, the guy had six birdies in a row. Uh, shot 30 on the back nine. Unbelievable putt on 17 uh, to get him. You know, he's pretty much in the what you know. Even the announcers were like he's pretty much dead in that spot where he was in front of that road hole bunker. Uh, he rode the he rode the berm uh, with his putter, which is extremely dangerous because if you don't clip that, then you're in 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 a bigger bunker uh, or in in that road hole bunker, and you're probably coming out sideways. And you can't go at the pin. Um, put it to like 12 feet and and hit the par putt, uh, which was huge at the 71st hole. A little bit of drama on 18. Cam Young, you know, during that eagle putt to tie uh, at 19 under, and then until Cam Smith hit the hit the birdie putt. But yeah, you know, I thought you know the the crowd was pulling for Rory. Um, Rory had plenty of chances, mm-hmm. and he, he just couldn't he couldn't get a putt to drop. You know, when he hit, I think he hit 35 of 36 greens on the weekend or something. So not that you know at St Andrews that's a different story because the greens are massive and you can still have you know 90 foot putts, but you know he played. He played good enough to win. He just got he got beat by a better player, or someone who played better than him. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, the PJ was sweating, sweating their socks off. Um, <laughs> Dustin Johnson up there. So, yeah, all these live players was up there. They was like, oh man, please, please, somebody, somebody knock one of these guys off. So yeah, uh, I think I think this live thing's gonna come to a head here shortly. Uh, get the FedEx Cup. Uh, coming coming down the the pipeline here at the end of the season tournament for the 15 million bucks and I think after that I think that PGA Tour is going to have to to do something because I think we, you're going to see some people heading over there uh, to get the guaranteed dollars and and you know like we talked about before I can't I can't blame them for going for guaranteed money um, but I think the I think PGA is going to have to do something. Oh yeah, they got the they got the what we call where I'm from they go they have to ante up man. Yep. So, I have to come up off some dollars, man. But yeah, I'm with you. I think it was like you know, R- Rory's out here trying to save the PGA Tour uh, <laughs> uh, 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 over the weekend and uh, did a hell of a job trying to get there. Yeah, man. I mean, <clears throat> great, great, uh, great event as always. We almost had a uh, he, he almost he almost uh, could have got the little pl- uh, play a uh, playoff, but it's that last shot. Um, like you said, but um, I like the fact that uh, they asked Smith about uh. After he won, uh, what what do you, you know? He's like, you know, what are you gonna do? He goes, oh, I'm gonna see how many bears can fit in this thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, then the next morning, he said, two beers can fit in the player jug. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like, you know, I, I like Cam Smith. He's a, uh, he seems like a down to earth dude. Um, you know, obviously likes to, to, to he likes his beer. Uh, he actually, I think he gave up beer in the off season or this past season. He, he dropped like fifteen or twenty pounds. Um, but 
I ain't gonna lie, he gotta cut that mullet, man. That mullet is. I, I don't know. That I think he, he can at this point with that wispy mustache and the uh, mullet. Yeah, that mullet is vicious, man. You need to cut that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again. We got another, we got another summer edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right. So for today, today, uh, lemon butter uh, chicken uh, over a white rice. So pretty straightforward, nice, easy um, meal, a refreshing meal to cook in the summertime. Obviously with the the lemon, but uh, straightforward. You know, I don't. You can you can. Um, you breaded or not unbreaded chicken. I, I did it breaded on this one, so I did a, just a salt, pepper, flour. Threw the uh, chicken in a, a frying pan, a little bit of olive oil and butter. Okay. Fried that up, put the chicken off the side, put in a little garlic, uh, some minced garlic, some sh- uh, two shallots diced up. You know, got those uh, nice and crispy, and then threw yes. some, some uh, low-sodium chicken stock and uh, lemon juice and let that kind of simmer and then and then boil down a little bit and then threw in the uh lemon zest and the butter melted that up stirred that all it put the chicken back in and and uh yeah puts together a nice little sauce you don't have to use you know sometimes you have to finish those sauces with some salt and pepper this one kind of already you know flavorful so it, it came out came out pretty good and then I just made a batch of, of white rice just plain white rice a little bit of butter in there uh-huh. And then did the uh, chicken over the uh, over the white rice, pour a little extra sauce on there, uh, and then sprinkle a little parsley on top. Oh, nice! Sounds uh, sounds like the sophisticated version of uh, lemon pepper wings, man. Yeah, like kind of similar. Yeah, but that sounds good, man. Uh, you know, my family used to make fun of me when I put butter on rice. Really? Yeah, I think it tastes so much. The rice tastes so much better when you have like a little butter on it. Oh, I I put uh, you know, when I make it. Normally, I don't. I don't have my all my gear here, but I do a little bit of carry uh, carry uh, gold and um, uh, Lowry seasoning salt. Pretty much every time I make it. Oh, nice. Been doing that since I was, you know, in high school. Yeah, my family used to make fun of me, man. As a kid, I used to eat just like uh, white rice with butter, man. And they they like looked at me crazy. I was like, y'all missing out, man. They're like eat, eating plain the the plain white rice from the Chinese restaurant with no soy sauce. No, no, like not the not the. Uh, no, no. If I get Chinese from, uh, uh, no, I'm just or, saying, you know how that's what I equate it to, because like plain white rice, I feel like just has no flavor. No, it doesn't. Need a little but, bit of butter. Need something in there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You need something in there. Like even if you get it from Chinese, store, you put some soy sauce or some duck sauce or something exactly, on there. Exactly. Or whatever the sauce that you get from whatever your your chicken is or whatever that you know, or you get like beef and broccoli or something. But I mean, that's what I understand, man. They, they just eat the rice raw, like. I'm like, what's wrong with y'all, man? <laughs> it's a weird move. I was telling them they the weird ones, man. That's what I mean. That it's weird for them to to like something like that, giving you a hard time. Yeah, but they, you know, they hating, man. So you know how they, you know how the hate goes. Yeah, I hear you. And then I, uh, well, what you guys all uh, drink that down with? All right, so we're <laughs> get my uh, review of the simply hard lemonade. Um, yeah, I'm so mad I didn't get I didn't get to drink mine. Don't be mad yet. Um, <laughs> so. You know, we were talking about this last week. Uh, looked good. I like I like the simply um, juices. I like the simply lemonade. I like the grapefruit juice, orange juice, like everything that they make. 
right? So I felt like, you know, how can they screw up a Simply Lemonade? Uh, dun, we'll dun, throw, dun. throw a little bit of vodka in there, you know, whatever, ho- however they make them, right? So got a, a tall boy, didn't want to commit to the 12-pack. You know, I usually try to, if I can get one or two of something, I, I get that before I go go for the full, uh, the full Monty. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, immediately, like, look at the back, right? Uh, just at the, for whatever, this is just how I how I am nowadays. I just look, always look at the, the calories and all that. Cause I'm just curious. Right. So calories, not that bad. Sh- added sugar was like 27 grams. So already I'm like, mm, something doesn't seem right. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I'll give it a sip. So crack it open, take a sip, like beyond belief, sugary, like almost undrinkable sugary, uh, not, re- not refreshing at all kind of leaves a weird taste in your mouth you know i i powered it down because you know i i i hate you know not not finishing things but honestly you know i've had a ton of these lemonades uh i think i've done a bunch of them on here before this is by far the worst drink i've had in a very long time i wonder if it was just a, that that flavor or if all of them like that because when the one i bought was a big variety pack they don't have mm-hmm. like a they don't have like a regular like you know strawberry or lemonade or you know blueberry one that you could just buy and all of them in there are that flavor. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's that is if it's just that flavor or all of them are like that that much that uh sugary. I can't imagine that the flavor profile is that different. To be honest, I just I don't see it. I you know and I think that the the Mike's hard or Mike's harder lemonades I felt like those were sugary, but at least they. They had like a better flavor to them. This one just like it's like they killed the flavor. It was overcarbonated and and it's just way too sugary. That's bad, man. It was bad. Yeah, I, I'm gonna throw this one at a three point nine. God damn. It was bad. I would I would never I wouldn't I wouldn't buy a single one of these. Wouldn't buy a single twelve ounce can ever again. Damn, man. Simply what y'all doing over there, man? <laughs> This was, this was not simply good, man. This was it simply was, bad. It was simply bad. And uh, the disappointment on the first sip was I was so excited to bust it out because I was like, oh, it's going to be refreshing. And, you know, maybe, you know, I'm not going to get a, a big buzz or anything at a 5% with it, it, you know, but it felt like, you know, you can get, you know, you take the edge off a little, have a nice lemonade on the, on the, on the lake. Nope. Didn't happen. Yeah, man. I didn't even get to try mine, man. I was caught up in the barbecue, had me on the grill. So, like I got there, had to make the hamburgers and hot dogs. <laughs> then after that, you know, people I had to make the the you know the foods for the people that don't eat meat. I had to make those like plant based burgers. Oh yeah. Um, then after that, freaking, had they had me do salmon on the grill. Did that. Then I did some uh, jerk chicken on the grill. Did that. Then after that, I had to go uh, help my mom. You know, serve the you know the the real food, which was like mm-hmm. you know the macaroni and cheese stuff like that. And then after that, you know, people wanted more burgers, but you know, I was like, man, I'm out of here, man. I'm done. I was just burnt out from, you know, being on the grill all day. So mm-hmm. by the time I got off the grill, it was maybe like seven, eight o'clock. So, so why didn't, uh, why weren't you, why did you have a couple of these while you were grilling? Because all the, uh, like containers were full with ice, the, you know, the, all the, like, uh, the buckets of ice that already had like a bunch of stuff in there. So it wasn't even, it wasn't even any room. Because normally oh. what happens is, like, when we have a barbecue, we tell people to bring, like, a drink or, you know, whatever you drink. Sure. So yeah. people will bring, like, you know, other Mike's Hard or whatever, whatever they drink. 
And then we were putting all those in the, um, into like, you know, the little buckets and stuff. And then also the waters and the sodas. So it wasn't any room. So we had a bunch of like leftover, you know, um, stuff we didn't get to yet. So uh, Rich, I don't even know. Rich, I don't... Rule one, always bring yourself a small cooler at the very least. Yeah, I know, man. I thought, I thought, uh, I thought we would have had a, a, you know, one of those coolers inside the house, you know, just for the family, but they had everything out, man. There was just no room. That's sad. But overall, it was fun. Good to see some people. Probably going to try to do another one next month, but we'll see how that plays out. And then, um, that's JD's Bites and Brew, everybody. And then for the BRR, it's not too much this week. Checked out the, the Bill Burst, uh, special. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Has some uh, interesting takes on there. Don't want to give it away. But definitely something to watch, especially if you like Bill Burr. I feel like all those guys from the Dave Chappelle show are great on stand ups. I mean, I don't know, man. I just I don't want to be, say biased, but I feel like all like all those comedians from that era, like that uh that like that were either on the show or wrote on the show, like they're doing great now. Mm-hmm. And then um checked out um Resident Evil on Netflix. Not gonna lie, man. If you follow if you follow the Resident Evil story, do not watch this. I don't even know how I'm getting through this damn thing. I feel like it really doesn't relate to the story, the original story. I mean, it, it's a pass. I mean, it's just a pass. Just just don't watch it, man. Just don't watch it. <laughs> Especially if you're uh, if you like the Resident Evil you played as a kid, it, just just don't watch it, man. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how people cannot follow a story. The story's already created for you in the video game. Just follow the story. Like they want, they want to put their own creative spin on it, Rich. No, you can't put you can't put your creative spin on somebody else's story and make a <laughs> make a completely different story. It just like it's like okay, I'm gonna steal your characters, make my own story, and and this is supposed to be successful. But I don't know, man. Just just pass on that one. Then uh, <laughs> I'm hearing this Ryan Gosling uh, movie's getting bad reviews. The one that comes out on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's from I think it's done by the Russo brothers. Uh, has your boy in there that played uh, Captain America. Looks like it's a bunch of action. Most of the reviews I've seen have been bad, but I'm gonna still check it out. See how it is. Then I all watched. Right. Then I watched the uh, the Black Phone. It was all right. Probably give it like six point eight out okay. of ten. It's about this uh, kid that gets kidnapped, and the guy that kidnaps him, you know, he kind of he, the kid that or well, the kid that he kidnapped gets uh like visited by all the other kids that the guy kidnapped and killed mm-hmm. and they're you know trying to be pretty much caught they're calling him on the phone trying to help him escape so it's you know it's, it's not really a, too much of a horror it's more of a, like a thriller definitely something that you can uh, watch if you like you know horror or thrillers but overall it wasn't it wasn't that's what I'm saying. it wasn't bad and it wasn't great it was just okay but my expectation of it prior to seeing it was i thought it'd be like horror crazy to kind of like um like you know saw type of type of thing because the way uh you know the um you know the bad guy was masked up and uh like the previews you know showed but um mm-hmm. it's a little it's a little slow in that area so but overall it was okay i said wasn't bad wasn't great just okay okay so the, if you ever have time definitely something you might want to check out but i know I'm still in the movies, but they just started putting it on like the um, the social platforms. But now you got to pay for it. So if you wait for it to, you know, be free, definitely check it out. Okay. And then uh, finishing up uh, the Bear Now, good show. Um, it's on Hulu. Um, they got like eight episodes. Each episode is like thirty to forty minutes. I want to say has the guy from um, Shameless, 
I mean, he's lip, a great lip. Lip, yeah, he's a great actor, man. I feel like he plays, he does well in these roles where like the guy's like, you know, struggling with some kind of, you know, internal, you know, uh, demon, so to say. Um, sure. yep. But you know, he basically takes over a restaurant from his brother after his brother passes away. His brother leaves him the restaurant, and you know, he's kind of a like a well-known chef, but you know, he's in a whole different animal as far as you know the way the restaurant is. So he's trying to you know fix the restaurant. An attempt to, uh, you know, fix his, uh, you know, relationship with his family and his brother that passed away. But overall, it was a good show. One of the episodes, episode seven, had me mad because of some stuff that happened. But when you watch it and you see it, um, you'll get what I'm talking about. But okay. overall, it's a good show. Good watch. Straight all the way through. Has some uh, funny moments to it. So it's like, a, you know, comedy, comedy drama in between that. But overall, it's a good show. Looking forward to seeing if uh, they bring it to see if they see if they bring it back or not, or you know to see what they do with the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Gonna, that's definitely uh, next on the list. Yeah, it's a, it was quick, quick watch. You can probably finish it like in a day or two because the episodes are pretty much short. It's not like hour long episodes. So mm-hmm. I think that's it. I don't know if there's anything else I'm watching. What was your review on uh, uh, Broadwalk Empire? The classic. <laughs> classic. Yeah, first season was good. Uh, good character development. The guy in the FBI, FBI leading the FBI charge uh, for the prohibition, a little insane, but uh, really good actor. You know, I think they they got the you know the different storylines and, and tying up the Chicago, New York, Atlantic City uh, trio. There uh, it's pretty neat, and and just yeah, how, how <laughs> the ending. I, I guess I didn't really see the ending coming. They they. Uh, you know, Nucky's doing whatever he can to, 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 you know, keep the mayor of the Atlantic City on his side. So he gets the guy, you know, he basically fires his brother because the brother's a little bit of a liability as a police chief. Uh, brother gets pissed and, and then, you know, basically reappoints him right after the, the election. You know, I, I thought that was interesting, but I, I'm excited to see, you know, season two, what do uh, um, Jimmy and his dad and, Eli, uh, what are they plotting against Nucky? There was a lot of people in that show. <laughs> Back at it. Yeah, my only my only issue is I get <laughs> I get like mixed up on because all the Italian guys all kind of look the same. Yeah, and so like, wait a second. Of... Yeah, they all have that like you know black curly hair. It's like who's who or black slick back hair. Other yeah. Than, other than Al Capone, I mean, everyone else is just like kind of yeah, looks the same. Because mm-hmm, he's got the scar. Everybody else wears the yeah. same thing. Yep. I do like how they do pull, pull in some of that uh, real history stuff, like his Al Capone's son was actually deaf. Yeah. Stuff like that I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, you see more of that in the, uh, I think, third or fourth season. Mm-hmm. Like when, I, when they, when they mention, um, like, the Kennedys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like Rothstein fixing the World Series. Series yeah, it's, it's crazy. That's why when, when you watch the show, you're like, oh, shit, what? Yeah. <clears throat> um, there's some, like truth to what uh you know the the stuff they went just you know the stuff the stuff they show on the show so mm-hmm. yeah you don't just make that stuff up yeah so it's crazy how, how how alcohol was looked at back then like that i know but they had a lot of i mean it wasn't you I mean, obviously country wasn't as big and and uh a lot of that was like like localized and then all the you know the crime was just so rampant and stuff like that that they probably just blamed it on that Mm-hmm. But you see America's cycle, man. Oh, yeah. Alcohol was illegal, then they legalize it. Now they make money off it. Yep. 
It's gonna apple every 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 other drug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna go down, man. I don't want to give anything away for you, but um, it was it was a great show, man. Um, yeah, one of those uh HBO Hall of Fame shows. Um, you know they they have in their catalog. Um, a lot of it was a lot of good actors in there. Try not to give anything away, but um, I mean. That definitely, definitely some uh, you want to have seen like one of those staple shows like Breaking Bad and you know The Wire. One of those shows you want to have watched. You don't want to miss out on. Yeah, absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Until next time. I want to thank y'all for rocking out being on the Sports Sidebar podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on.